Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. The federal government is not paying a cent right now for refugees' housing. Period. The federal government is not paying. So what do we do now? That is uh, Mayor Olivia Chow. And just seeing her on Thursday talking to the media about this, it didn't look like she had a lot of answers and or options on uh, what the city is going to do for refugees and asylum seekers now sleeping again in our streets. Because we don't actually have a solution for all of these people flooding into the country. And so the headlines faded, but they're back, and not in very small numbers. So when you look at the numbers, we're now housing 5,000 refugees in Toronto shelters, which is up 2,000 from the spring. And, and at that point, we were completely over our skis. And now we've got 1,500 being cared for in churches and community organizations. And this is on top, of course, of all the local need here of homelessness and people trying to find shelter and food. And now we're heading into the colder weather. We have no actual plan in place to deal with it because the federal government just threw a bit of money and then they've disappeared dealing with a whole bunch of other issues. And where do these people go? Because they're not going to stop coming in unless, you know, they're stopped. And so they're coming here and they have nowhere to go. Government's not stepping up. They can't get their health cards and all the rest of it. I can't believe why is this still happening? If not, thanks for the volunteers. All of these people might be on the street. Let's talk to both sides of this story. We've got Reverend Brian Swan, East End United, along Danforth Avenue, one of the many, many uh, people stepping up to make sure that these people are housed. And we've got Zach Leo, who came from Uganda, staying at the Dominion Church since August 20th, after having to stay two nights and days on our streets. Thank you both for, for joining us. Very, very pleased to be speaking with you. We got Zach. Yes, I'm uh, very pleased to uh, be with you this morning. Good oh, morning. I appreciate that. And, and I'll start with you, and I know uh, everyone calls you Zach, but you know, you've been here now since August 20th. You come from Uganda. You've been basically staying wherever you can. What is What has it been like since you stepped foot uh, in this country? Uh, yeah, since I stepped foot in this country, uh, my first day, two days, um was quite an experience because I had to sleep on the street, which I had never uh, done before in my life. Yeah, but uh, going to Dominion Church, uh, that's when I began to see uh, a small light in the darkness. And I'm so grateful for uh, Dominion Church, what uh, it has done for us. Um, yeah. And, and, and the whole entire team, they are amazing people trying to see that we get into, you know, into a more comfortable place. But when you come to this country, um, you are supposed to be able to get government services to get your health card. You're supposed to be able to get, you know, jobs and information and, and, and certain stability and support programs. Have you been able to get any of that? You know, we've had the headlines. We, we, we got some action, I guess, in the summer. But since then, Zach, has anything improved? 
Uh, yeah, at, at least um, at Dominion Church, uh, the team at Dominion Church is doing a great, jo- a great job for the people. Some of the people have gotten uh, their their documentation. Uh, I, for one, I have not been able to get uh, anything, but the team is working tirelessly to see that everyone at least gets uh, the right information, first of all, because uh, there's been a lot of uh, miscommunication. But yeah, clearly. We, yeah. yeah, we try to get at least um, uh, 75%, you know, uh, clear information uh, from our African community uh, that works here at Dominion, Dominion Church as volunteers. So really, um, we are grateful. Yes, I am grateful. I, for one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Reverend, let me bring you into this conversation. This is Reverend Brian Swan with the East End United uh, Church along Danforth Avenue. I mean, the fact that we are still talking about this, the fact that there has not been an actual solution put into place, and we are very lucky to get the warm weather we're having, it's not going to last. It's going to get cold. Um, how sustainable is this? I mean, how long can you and the others continue to house people like Zach uh, without getting them into permanent situations or... Um, you know, how long can this go on for you? Well, I mean, the, so to be clear, I mean, it, it's, it was a one night, like we don't, we've only done this for one night. Dominion Church has been doing this for weeks and weeks and weeks. And um, shout out to them and Revival Tabernacle for, for stepping up and being able to coordinate and, and, and be doing this as long as they have, because you're right. It's, it's kind of ludicrous that we're still in this position. It is getting colder. Um, we need to do some serious um, uh, conversation within our um, congregation, which has two locations um, on the Danforth and on Gerard Street, about how how long we can do this. It, this we, we kind of agreed to this one night. There was an emergency situation. Um, and we need to be in conversation to see if, if and how we're able to do this again, because it really did take um, a, an entire yeah. community effort to make this happen. Like the parents of the local school stepped up, um, our congregation stepped up, all within a few hours. And it's, uh, I, at this point, I don't really care whose portfolio it is, whether it's the cities or the provinces mm-hmm. or the federal government. They need to figure it out. Well, they should have figured it out because we do have a system. It's just it doesn't work, apparently. I mean, Zach should have, by now, certainly, he should have had it within a couple of weeks of entering his, mm-hmm. you know, documentation. He should have been able to go look for a job, then get shelter, but uh, to or, or stability in housing, that's not available. So, Reverend, what do you see coming? Because obviously this is going to have to expand to other churches if, if no one is able to put a shelter in place. And I don't get the sense that any of the three levels are talking about this anymore. I think they think they got it out of the headlines uh, mm-hmm. when it's not. Yeah, it's, I mean, the churches, the synagogues, the the mm-hmm. uh, mosques, the communities of faith, like we are not set up to be shelters. And in fact, those who run shelters are often saying like that it's in the long term, it's not good that communities of faith um, are, are taking this on because we don't have the expertise to do it well, you know, and, and so, you know, winter is coming, the programming that we already have that's geared to the local population, the the local population um, is kind of at capacity 
for all of the communities of faith that are engaged in this work already. And so how do we expand the volunteer base? How do we, we don't, we don't know. Um, We don't know without the government's help, how this, um, how this is sustainable. And I think the answer is just that it simply isn't. Yeah, it's not. And we generally only react when we have to. And I look to you, Zach, and I say, um, you know, it's great that the churches and the community centers and and volunteers are coming forward, but it's going to get very, very cold soon. And a lot more people are going to come in. And so what, what does it look like for you for the next six weeks, let's say next month, four weeks? Yeah, uh, thank you very much uh, once again. Um, I am afraid, you know, I am afraid when, uh, because I've never experienced winter in my life, uh, but mm. from what I read and from just uh, this weather this morning, you know, it's really, really, I can't, I can't, you know, my body cannot contain it. You know, I have, I have yeah. to have very many jackets on me, which I didn't even plan to carry when I was coming from home. Yeah, so... Um, so uh, really, we need help. You know, we need help. Whoever is out there that can help out these people here, uh, we just need help. Uh, yeah, so that we can be able to uh, to be useful people in the community. Yeah, to work on our papers, to uh, to get mm-hmm. us into the right, you know, shelter, to get us into the right system. Yeah. So we need. We just need help. Yeah, we need help because Dominion Church right now yeah. uh, was planning for only sixty people, but it is housing, uh, you know, two hundred and. 50 people yeah. and plus, you know, and people, and, and the numbers keep on enlarging. And going up, yeah. Yeah, the numbers keep on Well, we, Yes. I'm going to run out of time, and I'm going to going to hit the clock. Um, we'll stay in touch with you, because I think the only way we can actually get action is if, if we start shaming three levels of government, because it's going to come upon us. And certainly, um, I appreciate you sharing your journey, uh, Zach, with us, and we'll certainly see uh, if we can uh, get some action on this and answers. And Reverend, we thank you very much and all the volunteers. So appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you so much. There you go. So you, you've heard it. Look, no one's he's not asking for handouts. He just wants to be able to function. A lot of these people don't even have winter clothing. And so the three levels of government need to get their butts in gear. And now it's going to get cold really fast by November.